What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Saddleman. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! And with me is my cuck friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? You know when the intros become personal and we have to ad-lib and change up how we usually start this podcast. That shit is starting to get real. And finally, it's been 19 weeks, I believe. And it's been Eagles, it's been Ravens, it's been Dolphins, it's been this, it's been that on the podcast. And you know what? There's one man standing. And I've kept my cool the entire year for the most part, just trying to get through the regular season. And now it's my turn, baby. You guys are sitting at home watching the Philadelphia Eagles play this weekend. Baltimore Ravens, Miami Dolphins. I hear two and Lamar have a tea time sometime together this week. Two is maybe going to sell him Lamar his Miami house. But it's time. It's fucking time. And I'm excited and I'm ready to talk about these games and we can start with whatever you with whatever you want, Jack. This might be my boy. I actually I got to track down who sent me the nicest message. In, yeah, can you read uh, that message? Uh, it or was Long John. John. It is Long John. Long John. Uh, Should be Long, Long John. John. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Long John. I'm DMing you the link to come live on the show. <laughs> to address what happened yesterday I'm if getting, you guys miss no- i'm getting notifications from my burner account right now that you just sent me a link <laughs> if you missed the message long john said jack please let me know if you end up at the link this weekend i'd love to meet you mainly because i despise you i think you're Fact. one of the dumbest people talking football on the internet yet i listen to your show every week i'm sure you can't be as hateable as you've seen Oh maybe no! Meeting oh, you in oh, person Long John, he is. He actually is Go way more hateable in person. I don't know if that's true. I, I I know for a fact it is because you don't converse with yourself like I do. Oh my God! Casey says Marlon Humphrey tweeted thirty minutes ago he wants to go. All right, let's get. I'm gonna text him right now. Actually, we're getting Marlo on the pod. <laughs> we're about to get it. I we're talking about. I we're about to get active. I open nah. the podcast. I open podcast telling me it's my time. It's my time, and now it's everyone but my time. Everyone's coming on this fucking show today. We've got Anor Alanova. I'm sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. From Kazakhstan, writing in. It could be your time today, Anor. Oh, OMG! It could be your time, Emiliano. It could be your time. It's not my time, that's for damn sure, because everyone's infiltrating this podcast today. What up, motherfucker? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's What, what up? Go Birds. Go Birds, baby. Where are you calling in from? Uh, I'm in Wilmington right now, working. Wilmington, baby, right outside of Philadelphia. You're a long time. You know where I'll be Saturday night. I'll be there, too. Hit my DMs, let's meet up, and we'll, we'll make a video and say, fuck you, Jack. Fuck you, Jack. Yeah, I, I'm surprised Jack is just now becoming aware of me. I constantly dog him on the internet. Yeah, it's not, it's a, I would give you credit, but it's not that hard to dog him on the internet. But uh, glad you can join. What was the motivation behind sending Jack that message? The Giants t-shirt. Mm, there it the, is. The, the Giants t-shirt pushed me over the edge. Just, I mean, J- Jack is the worst kind of sports fan. Person. And I, I, oh, I was going to say human being. That too. Well, he, he's a, he's a, the definition of a bandwagon fan, which obviously for clicks or whatever. That's not true. Me- I'm not a bandwagon fan. How am I a bandwagon fan? Just because I'm rooting against Abe, I think that makes me a, a great person. That's not true. You, you're rooting for whatever the media is talking about that week, every Facts. single week. What? Every single time. What? 
every single time. I'm straight up just rooting against anything Philly as I have. I My ties are Baltimore Ravens, one. Anything anti-Philly, two. Than the Knicks. And I've supported that fandom for how many years, Abe? 17 years? I mean, I could go to Facebook 2008 and it could be me talking shit on some Philly team. So I don't, I'm not bandwagon now. Am I actually a Giants I don't fan? I, I don't understand how also disliking Philadelphia makes you not a bandwagon fan, but okay. That just, just because two things can both be true at the same time. Because I'm just a hater. You are We're just, just hater. haters. We're just haters over here. <laughs> All right, what's your prediction before we let you go and let Abe spew about how he's not afraid of Vanilla Vic or Saquon or any of that? Uh, for the for the Philly game, yeah, I the Giants team they played really well last week. I I won't deny that they played really well last week. They look uh, they look better than a lot of the NFC teams, but the talent. And anybody who looks at, pulls up a roster of the Giants and pulls up a roster of the Eagles, the talent is not even on the same level. Uh, what, I don't care if the Eagles were, cut, were favored by 17 points. I'm taking the points. There's, this game isn't going to be close. That's my prediction. Lock it in. There we go. All right, Long John, here's the deal. Wait, if, before Jack, before you go uh, on, Long John, how long is your beard actually? Because it looks like long. It, it looks like the same amount that the Ravens were to the end zone before before Oof. Sam Hubbard returned to so fumble. Close. It's like like if 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 Tyler Huntley could reach his arm across the length of your beard, who knows the Ravens might be playing this week. Yeah, I read that the chip in the ball said it was like 0.6 yards from the end zone or something. Mm-hmm. I think I've got a full yard here. There you go. How long you been growing that for? Um, probably like three years. Just commitment to laziness is all it takes. So okay. we respect. Yeah, the Abe's Abe's beard is looking like a bitch compared to your beard. Hey, hey Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome wasn't built. <laughs> it in It was day. built in three years, apparently. Well, we appreciate you, Long John. What do you think after just one virtual meeting? Am I as big of a dick as you thought? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Long John, hit my DMs. Let's meet up. Nah, fuck Eagles him. Games. I'm kicking him out. No, I want to meet up and get a picture <laughs> and a video with Long John. Long John, hit my DMs. That's the type uh, of Philly fan that I need in my life right there. That encompasses what an Eagles fan is. We have the beards. It's just what we do. Beards and football, baby. You're wearing, you're wearing Giants red, which is a particular choice on a day like today. Whatever, dude. All right, well, let's start with the game of the week, which is Danny Dimes versus can't win a playoff game, Jalen Hurts, uh, which is the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles a la the 2019 Baltimore Ravens. The similarities are just stunning. They are stunning. You've got a team who dominated the regular season all year long. The the mobile quarterback, the mobile quarterback who everyone in the media said was not a able to win a playoff game because he couldn't play and he has this great year and you know your guy didn't win MVP but I think he probably does potentially if he stays healthy through the end there um and and then you get to the playoffs and you get a week off and you know maybe get a little rusty 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 do you want to fuck me fuck me fuck me I don't know what Drake said it was a Drake line it was a Drake line four words rusty 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 and now you've got a team who's coming into town with a mobile quarterback 
a quarterback who's able to use both aspects of the game of football. You got a superstar running back. You've got a defense that is overperforming. You got the hot young head coach, not sexy. Although if, if Dable wins on, on Saturday, you know that 80% of Manhattan would put it in him. I'm just saying. And, and that's what you got. The similarities are very akin. And I'm not going to lie. I don't think that the Giants are going to going to win the game. But as the week goes on, the path starts to open up. You start to really think about what is the seven and a half point spread in a playoff game? It feels like a lot because the two teams are in balance. The game is in Philadelphia. But after having experienced 2019, I know that one quarter of football can completely shift the energy, as Jalen Brown would say. And there is a very obviously logical path for the Giants to win this game. That doesn't make them the favorites, though. What is that logical path? Because I'll say right here and right now that there is a 0.0000% chance that the Giants beat the Eagles on Saturday night. Book it. There is no doubt in my mind. I know you've been waiting for that. I'm not afraid. If you're afraid, get a fucking dog. All right? You go down this Eagles roster. Long John Philly said better. Every single position is essentially better. Every single unit is better than the New York Giants unit. I keep hearing that people trying to hype up the Giants with the Giants are one of the hottest teams in football. The Giants are hot. First off, I'm a firm believer that no matter what, if you win a playoff game, that's going to instill fear in whoever your next opponent is, especially on a bye, because I don't care. Winning playoff games are hard, right? And I don't take away from the Bengals because of the style in which they won, or maybe it wasn't as easy. In my opinion, style points maybe count for something in the regular season. But in the playoffs, I don't give a shit how you win the game. Just escape and move on to the next one. So for that reason, I don't think the Bengals should be looked down upon going into this week. Should the Bills? No, I don't think as long as you have a playoff game, I, I agree. think the previous week should be thrown And we'll out. talk about that game later, and sure. I have special points as to why. But but my point is the Giants, I'm being told, are, are one of the hottest teams in football. They're, they're gelling on all cylinders. The Giants are 3-6-1 and one in their last 10 games. The Giants haven't won two games in a row since week five. But so they're I don't know. looking good right now uh, based off one game. And obviously that momentum could be stopped. But they're not coming in low confidence. That's the thing. It, it's not to say that they're – like, oh my God, we should fear them. But like, it's a high confidence squad playing with nothing to lose, playing a divisional team that they I don't see like twice. that easy. I don't like that either. Oh, stop! I know. I understand what you mean, and I'm not like denying it. But uh, there's nothing to lose. But like, you're one of the last four teams remaining in your conference. You should think that you have a chance to go and play and win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. You should, but but because you are in this spot, you operate differently, which is how you add variance to a game that is already played with an oblong ball. And once you do that, and things are we got we got good chats though. We got uh we got my boy Nick. Eagles fade when it counts. Jalen can't throw, Slate can't cover, Sanders can't handle. I would love the to ball. know who, who Nick's supposed I'm here in facts. Emiliano's hype about the 0.0. Josh Molina said. Uh, Jack, didn't Snapback Monday cover an Eagles game where uh, they lost to the Commandies? They did. Uh, Colin Reed said, is this the time where the Eagles blow it like the Phillies? No. Philly teams this year are trending towards losing in the championship. So maybe, I mean, Nick is, this is my burner account. I mean, I am loving it. Um, look, the path, you asked, the path is thus. I made a TikTok back on November 17th. And people made fun of me because I said, I'm not saying how far the Giants are going to go, but they are built for the playoffs. 
quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. Now, Eagles have the most pre- – Eagles, this is the one thing that no one is talking about besides Philly fans. The Eagles have one of the, one of the best pressures from different players in league history. That is underrated, and Josh Sweat is back, confirmed, right? Confirmed. That's underrated. And the Giants O-line, it ain't special. That's what so I'm saying. Th- it's like, listen, credit to the you're Giants. You're more talented. Going on the you're road more talented. Winning the playoff game. The Eagles are a different beast. And same with the Dallas yes. Cowboys going into this week. Credits to them for going on the road and beating Tampa Bay. The yeah. Niners are a different beast. You don't just yes. replicate what but, you did in the previous playoff game. But what we haven't seen this year, or truthfully, I mean, we saw it one time. Quote, tell me if I'm wrong. Indy. Indy was a strong, strong like playoff, playoffy performance where like shit was just not working and the Eagles figured it out. Now the Eagles, I mean the Colts are literally the worst team in the league, in my opinion. But is that accurate? Are there other times that come to mind for you, Abe? Mm, where what we like came back and won or yeah like playing from behind facing adversity or maybe the bears game um yeah but no i mean we was for the most part you're right, right. We you front ran. yeah 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 and and so that what what you have is like we talk about this in nba all the time we talk about this in nfl the giants did a fantastic job of taking away justin jefferson now will goddard be more open because of that will smitty be more open do you have the weapons to suffice absolutely but when option one is gone you fall behind early and you got wink martindale throwing shit at Jalen that maybe he hasn't seen before. It's just then the younger side of Jalen maybe comes to the front. Now, it's not like Danny Dimes has more playoff experience. It's not like Brock Purdy does. And it ain't like Dak Prescott does. So you're all kind of on this even playing field of who's played best this season is Jalen Hurts. But we haven't seen Jalen Hurts put on a super performance since December, early December. Is that wrong? Sure, last month. But like... This is how I view it. It's like it's a while. The listen, the, it, it's really simple for the Eagles to win. Just the offense will get going. The, the, it's a different. It's one of the most high prolific offenses all year. And mm-hmm. then on the defensive end, the Eagles are an entirely different beast than the Minnesota Vikings. They have the yeah. ability to get after the quarterback and to make Daniel Jones leave the pocket with four with four players. You have two all star corners. You have a stud at a, at a safety. You play man to man. You blitz Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes is coming off his highest rushing performance of the year. He was running all over the place in Minnesota. And that takes a toll in a short week. I, there's, Listen, there, the Eagles, I can give sit here and give reasons why the Eagles are going to win and X's and O's and, and the home field and this and that. The Eagles are a much better team For sure. For than sure. the New York Giants. And that is genuinely what I believe will prevail. They're at home. They're getting healthier. To be honest, Jack, out of the NFC teams, I would venture to say that the Eagles are probably at this point one of the healthiest. Jalen's off the injury report. Reports are it's 100%. Everyone's off the injury report except Devontae Maddox. We should be healthy and ready to go. And, and and straight up, if for some reason I don't see it happening, which is why 0.00% in it, if the Eagles were to lose on Saturday night, tune in. Tune in. Why? I, will not, I won't handle that well. I will not handle that well. Worse than game seven versus the Hawks. That type shit. I am fully expecting to go into this game on Saturday night. Listen, the Giants could 
backdoor cover. They could maybe keep it a close game. Sure. Cause it's the playoffs. I don't see it. I genuinely think this is going to be an easy victory for the Eagles. This I- is it's, it's crazy. And obviously the Eagles could easily come out and do that. And like I said, when it happened to the Ravens, it was because we fell behind early, then our team imploded. Seven wide receiver drops. Uh, there was a butt touchdown catch. For sure, Derek and Henry. both Eagles' losses this year, or three losses, have become because Turnover. they beat themselves. Exactly. We were in the car ride to M&T Bank Stadium. And this is where the 0.0 originated from, right? I posted it on the story. It went viral. because I'll the be there, but the- I won't be posting that. The the energy in the stadium combined with in the car ride, we literally had a conversation. We're going to be a dynasty. How do we lose? We're not doing that. No, no, no. But, but it's the same, same thought process of you saying like, I don't see a path because I was on fucking forums trying to figure out how Tennessee could take advantage of us. I was, I was like, we were unstoppable. And then shit just hit the fan. Now, the one difference, because it made such a big difference in our game, was our weapons just absolutely collapsed. Like, Willie Sneed and all those guys. You no, got we're weapons. Talking Willie I, Sneed, we're talking. I know. But Mark, Andrews, but Mark Brown, Andrews. Devontae Smith and Dallas yes, Goddard. Yes. Come on. But I'm just saying, Tennessee didn't have wide receivers. I mean, go look up who's scoring that game. Nicole Pruitt scored. Like, that's Isaiah Hodgins 2.0. All I'm saying is, there's always it's play, like you said. There's four teams left in the conference. There, this is the final quarter of teams left in the entire league. It's a good football team. It's not a great one. You guys are the better team, but there's there's a way. There's but I agree. I, there's I think al- you guys there's, are always, good. there's always a way, right? Not only do I not see that way, I'm zero point zeroing it. And to be honest, I'm gonna play with the points too. I really, really don't think this is going to be a competition. I just don't. It's the NFL, though. You're right. You're 100% right, Jack. Like, I they just... played you guys not tight in Week 18, but they played you guys. They played us probably very tight. I think a lot of that is it was Jalen but... injury, playing a very yeah. conservative, playing a vanilla offense, not running Jalen. Jalen's going to have no restrictions. Jalen's going to – there's going to be design QB runs, which there were in a few weeks ago. And people, like, everyone – and a lot of Giants fans are doing this, too. A lot of Giants fans are harping on the fact that, oh, Davis Webb, gave you guys trouble and everything <laughs> but they're forgetting that three weeks prior to that we blew them out of the fucking water with yeah. their starters like in their building I- i'm sorry it's just and i'm not i do i do think as healthy as you're getting they are a different team even though it was five six weeks ago like they are in a much sure. better spot There's different every team's a different spot than they were five six weeks ago i'm not denying that I, yeah, it's a simple yeah. five, as, six weeks ago. The Eagles weren't rusty. They five, were six not weeks rusty. Ago, the Finns were it was now or never. When was the last time Lane Johnson hit hit the football field? Live action. Damn. What about Chauncey Gardner Johnson? Live played, action. Played week 17. Week what about Jalen Hurts? Played in the last week of the season, two weeks ago. Was that in the new year? Yeah, it was. Okay. Two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's, right. he's definitely played this All year. Right. Um I'm I'm serious. This okay. I, I do want to address this. Because so I, if you just listen, I know you hold on, hold on. I know no, you no, hate no, no. Okay, time out, time out, time out. All right, Long John said you should also remember this game is at eight at night, and the entire link will be highly intoxicated and fired up. Giants Correct. are walking into the, into hell. Hold on, do you know what what time slot the Ravens lost that? I didn't even think about this. Saturday at eight p.m. Saturday at eight. No, I home field advantage is a thing, and it's more so a thing in Philly than probably 
uh, 29 other teams. Like between Philly and you could say like Arrowhead is, is Arrowhead, really loud. Maybe Seattle. Buffalo, like whatever. There's the top of the tops. Um, once the game kicks off, it like you can knock a crowd out of it actually pretty quickly. Like the Ravens first third down. No, you can. You but can. You can knock a crowd back into it right as well. Listen, you can. You can. I was at you the can. NFC Championship game against the Vikings five years ago when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I was yeah. drunk out of my mind, so I don't necessarily remember the first drive to be like in detail. The first drive, Kirk Cousins or Case Keenum and the Vikings went right down the field, walked down the field. Kyle yep. Rudolph seven nothing touchdown. You could hear a pin drop in the stadium. Okay. Compared to what All right. Was. So the so- next drive, Eagles get a pick six, and it's a party the rest of the way. Well, to make it seven seven. Yeah. Right. Okay. But. This is, right, Long John's point. Remember, they're walking into this. Giants are walking into hell, and you're telling me they just walk straight down the field. Now, imagine a world where it's not a pick six, and it's 10 nothing through one, and the groans start coming out. That's all I'm saying is, like, the, the home field advantage is, like, definitely a momentum thing, but it works equally against you. So in your case where you're like, the Eagles are obviously going to win, then, yeah, home field advantage is great. But in, in the world of, like, the other team is winning, then home field advantage doesn't mean shit. That that's all I'm saying. My thing is with the home field advantage to actually be a little bit of a contrarian to Long John and agree with you. If you have to rely on on when the talent discrepancy is what it is between the Eagles and the Giants, in my opinion, I, I, you can argue different skill positions, whatever. I mean, the fucking Giants receivers, they're smaller names than me, Jack, and Eagleson. Let's just be honest. That's the Ravens laugh at the Giants receiving core. <laughs> exactly. Um, but when you've been the best team all year, you're playing a objectively inferior opponent on paper, right? If you, if you're relying on the home field to get you through this match, this this matchup, or if like if you're afraid of the Giants walking in, like you're you're able to have reservations here. But if if you think the Giants like legitimately are going to win this game then you never thought the Eagles could win the Super Bowl in the first place. Simple right. as that. Like if Jalen Hurts at his press conference tomorrow is like, we need the crowd, like so badly. We need you guys to throw well, Danny down. I think they definitely say that like in No, but in like a genuine, a genuine like, like, no, like we need you. Like the crowd's as important as Lane Johnson this weekend. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, well, well, it's funny you say that because – Technically, isn't the crowd as important as Lane Johnson? Like, if we're saying it's worth three points of value, or two points, or one, Lane Johnson ain't moving a spread. I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be in the crowd, Jack, and let's see if I can block Dexter Lawrence or if Lane Johnson can. I think Lane Johnson's a bit more important than fucking me, yelling yeah. off fifteen Miller lights. All right, let's move on to the other Saturday oh, game. Score which score prediction? Oh, uh, score prediction. At this point in the week. I'm still going Eagles 24-20. But if it's 24-20 by Saturday night. I don't see a way that we only score 24 points, to be be totally truthful with you. The only way the Giants win is if they score with us, in my opinion, and I don't think they're deep. I don't think that's true. I do. I'm going to go 30. How many points do you guys score in the playoff game last year? Uh, 14. Yeah. We didn't have A.J. Brown. Um, or 15. I'm going to go. It's a, whole, it's, a, it's, a totally Jack, it's a totally different team than it is last year. Um, I'm going to go 30. 
33-17 Eagles. Okay. I like that. It's a good score prediction. Long John says 30-20. Look, if they blow them out, I will not be shocked. All I'm saying cool. is there's there's a world where they don't. And if uh, the Eagles were to lose, genuinely, you'd be shocked at this point. No, not at all. Wow. All right. Not at all. There's no shocking upset to me in the NFL playoffs. There's Even just if, not. What if Skyler Skyler and the boys pulled it off last week? That would have been that would have been the closest thing to shocking. But like the Ravens were eight and a half point underdogs to Cincy, right? Which is a point more. And would anyone have been shocked if Tyler Huntley had Long John's beard and he could have put it on the beard and scored the touchdown? Like no. So to say that a divisional opponent who you beat twice, who has the formula, who has the coaching, no, it wouldn't shock me. Would I be sh- more shocked? I'd be way more shocked if Jacksonville wins the game, although I don't think the Chiefs are good, but I think they found a good matchup. Trevor Lawrence, uh, Doug Peterson was having none of the question when he got asked, did you know Trevor's never lost on Saturday? They play again on Saturday at 430, 37-0 in his career. I guess he lost two national championships or something on Mondays or something. He lost one and won one, I thought, no? Yeah. Did he play in – what happened the third time? He played in three national championships? No, he played in – I mean, he had to play in three bowl games or something. I guess he won. Could have been a New Year's on Monday or something. Right, right. Okay. So, T-Law's never lost. They are, they're eight-and-a-half-point underdogs in Kansas City. I don't think you'll find anyone who's going to pick against the Chiefs. Are you Are you about to? I live by the rule you don't bet against Patrick Mahomes, no matter what the situation is. I will highlight a few things. This reminds me a lot, and not necessarily the team specific and the matchup, but the vibe around X amount of years back. I think it was Jacksonville, exactly, mm. just coincidentally, going into Pittsburgh against Le'Veon Brown or Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and beating the Steelers and going on to the AFC championship game. Patrick Mahomes has not fared well in his career as a double digit or as a favorite of more than seven points. Now, albeit that's an against that's just spread. It's yeah. against the spread thing, but that's kind of indicative of how I think this game, I don't see this one necessarily. I would, if the chiefs blew him out, would I be shocked? No, it's the fucking chiefs. <laughs> But equally, if the Jags kept the game close, I also wouldn't be shocked. I think Doug mm-hmm. Peterson's a great coach. Obviously, Andy Reid is too. But he's going to have this team ready. And he's going to have them able to play. And they're riding off that high of last week, just like every other team that won is. Um, do I think the Jags are going to win? No. Am I going to pick the Jags to win? No. But I'd be a lot... It wouldn't shock me in the slightest bit that it would you. Like, you're saying that Jacksonville and... This could be because I'm an Eagles fan, obviously. You're saying Jacksonville <laughs> winning would shock you more than the Giants winning. It's the total inverse for me. It really, really is. Well, I, I do think that they're not that good of a team, Kansas City. But I just don't like the matchup. That's all I'm really like predicating this stuff on is matchups. Like I love the Ravens matchup against Kansas City. I hate Jacksonville's matchup against Kansas City. What does what can Jacksonville what game plan can Jacksonville do? Because they're not going to run the shit out of the ball and keep Patrick off the field. They're forcing turnovers a couple, but like not really. Their kicking game isn't spectacular. Uh their change of pace is solid with Agnew. They've got kind of the weapons. This is this is why it would shock me. 
they would have to win in a shootout for the ages. Yeah. And who am I rolling with in a shootout for the ages? That's kind of like why I'm like, it, the path isn't re- really there versus the Giants. They can run the ball. They can play really strong blitzing defense, force a couple turnovers, and watch Jalen Hurts choke away in the playoffs like he has done historically, given his defeated record in postseason games. So that's why I don't know what the path is for them. The path is I mean, you, I do. The path is you rely on Trevor Lawrence and hope that he just becomes like like has that moment, that young right. quarterback moment where he's just like I mean, it was the second half of the Chargers game. He was unbelievably through four touchdowns yeah. or three touchdowns, whatever it was. Um, but you hope that that Trevor Lawrence can do what Joe Burrow once did, what Patrick Mahomes once did, and had that has that playoff moment where like he's the guy, right? You said it. You're not going to Travis Etienne them to death and run the ball against them against a Chiefs offense that can score pretty much when they want. I mean, I feel like every playoff game at Arrowhead has been some type of Chiefs double-digit comeback. In, in, in a matter of seconds. It's like, how the yeah. fuck... They, they get a good bounce here, a fumble here, and they score yeah. 14 points in a minute and 12 seconds. That's like what the Chiefs do. So your best bet is not allowing the Chiefs to do that, keeping Trevor Lawrence on the field as long as possible, and just hoping you can score with them. I don't think they can, but I will say that I do think the Chiefs defense is a bit susceptible. It feels like every Dude, they're year, not good. Like they're not I'm good, but it's also you. it feels like it is every year, right? Every year it's like the Chiefs defense is probably one of their question marks, but for whatever reason, Chris Jones is just gonna wreak havoc on every playoff game. He will and he's, he and he's will. gonna get to the quarterback by himself and help that entire defense, which could totally happen. Yeah, I don't like the Jags in this spot, but I do I mean, I'm obsessed with Buffalo. Let's talk about that game next. Oh, Buffalo. Gosh. Well, you're skipping over score predictions, brother. Ah, uh, my bad, my bad. All right, go ahead, go ahead. I, I want to pick the Jacks to cover, man. I do. Like 30-24, Kansas City. I'll go. I'll go 38-27, Kansas City. Oh, wow, shootout, shootout. That's the only way I see this game playing out. It really is. Undersman. Imagine no that. More. I imagine having the undersman on on that Cowboys Bucks game for Monday night. I mean, that was crazy. Four extra points. They did just sign actually someone to replace him. Uh, also, I'm while trying. we while you look that up, fuck ESPN for cutting out on that last extra point. Did you, they? Yes, you could have put Maher out there, or maybe it was the Manning cast, whichever one I was watching. You could have put Maher out there for sixty minutes, kicking extra points. Listen, it, it's if you, when you take a step back and look at that situation, it's sad, right? Seeing a guy unfold, go through the yips on national television in such a big moment, like it's sad. It, it wasn't anything physical. He was straight up in his head. I yeah. can acknowledge it was sad and also admit that I was sitting at my couch <laughs> manically laughing when they scored on the, the fourth one. You're like, kick, 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 kick. <laughs> I was on my fucking feet for a Cowboys extra point and then collapsing to the ground, laughing hysterically every time he missed. The fourth one was just insane. It's the post and everything. Like, I know for a fact I'm hitting one of four there, even under a pressure situation. I, I, listen, I, I talk myself up a lot. This time I won't because I'm not necessarily like the best kicker or anything. I never really played soccer. Um, so I'm not going to say I could do better than Maher. But I'm not positive that I wouldn't go one for four. I will say that. What is it? 30-yard field goal? 33-yard field goal? 33, yeah. 
listen, if you gave me No, if you don't have the leg, it's not a matter of like technique. Right, but if or you practice. gave me if you gave me a hundred tries, maybe I hit fifteen at fifteen percent. However, okay. who knows if that one and four that I can hit one. Like I'm confident <laughs> that I can get it down to the point where I know how to hit a thirty three yard field goal. And listen, if I don't get it the first time, I'm gonna learn stuff for the second time. If I don't get it the second time, I'll learn you got four chances. Like, I think I could do it. Well, it was just crazy because he legitimately got the yips. Like, there's no way that a professional kicker is just, like, having a bad day and missing four. Like, he, it got to a point where he, like, couldn't make an extra point. And they finally made one. So uh, they did sign Tristan Vicario to the practice squad. So, I'm not sure who's going to be the kicker. But uh, I saw online people making a good point. Like, you can't bring him into that game because the question – you can't like as a coach, you're going to be like, well, do we kick? Like, how do we offensively play call on third and short? Like oh, Mike or McCarthy third and... having to think, watch out. That, that's a bad case scenario. You know, it is. Uh, all right. We'll stick with this one. We'll, we'll finish with the bills then. So Cowboys 49ers. I are the Niners really, really, really good. Are they? They haven't lost since they got Christian McCaffrey, right? <laughs> Something like that. But neither is Cincy and neither have, you know, the yeah, everyone, Bills. Every, like I said, everyone's hot and everyone's good at this time of year. Except in except you guys. Okay. Um, this is another one similar to Cowboys Bucks where I kind of see a, a coin flip. I really do. I think that I'm kind of rooting for Dallas. I'll be honest. I don't want to forward look to the NFC championship game. If the Eagles were to advance this week. Maybe the Cowboys scare me a little bit more than Niners. Maybe the Niners scare me a little bit more than the Cowboys. I don't know. I think it would be both of them. Cowboys-Eagles in the NFC Championship game would be fucking awesome. It would just be objectively sick for anybody watching. That riot, like, could you imagine a Steelers-Ravens, like, in the Flacco-Roethlisberger prime, like, an AFC Championship game? Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was Joe's rookie year, but yeah. Oh, so, like, all right. Yeah. But... Exactly. It would just be unbelievable. And listen, the Cowboys played probably as perfect of a game as they could have on Monday night. They played. I'll say that. I'll say this though. The well, like the remember. Cow- well, let me finish. Remember, in regards to Monday night, like we people were shocked, right, that the Cowboys were able to win as easily as they were, and how they were, and how bad the Bucks looked. But it feels as if people erased from their memory. I think you sent me a tweet of it, like. 18 weeks is a large sample size for a majority of that year. The Cowboys have looked pretty good as a football team Mm -hmm. for a majority of the year. If not all of the year, the bucks have stunk Mm -hmm. and it was as simple as that's what we saw on Monday night. And that's how it played out. Now I will say Maher's extra points. I feel everybody in the world was like, this is what's going to make Tom do it. Like this is how (laughs) Tom's going to do it. Uh, But he didn't. And my point is that, The Cowboys took advantage of a extremely inferior opponent. I think we saw, and now they're going up against a different animal against a great coach where they had the kind coaches equaled themselves out last week. Let's talk about that. I, my hot take for the week is that yes, Kyle Shanahan is a fantastic coach, puts his players in positions to succeed. We have also seen Kyle Shanahan in the playoffs. Be one of the worst coaches And I think when you have like last week, I thought his coaching in the first quarter was abysmal. I know you want to break Brock into the game and get, let him get a feel for, for playoff football. 
but like ease him in, like run it, throw some screens. Like they were going vertical. They didn't hand McCaffrey the ball till the third possession. It was like a bizarre sequence. And sometimes he just overthinks stuff. Like he threw every down in the second half against the Chiefs. He threw every down in the second half against the Patriots when he was the Falcons OC. So I think that there's a world where Kyle Shanahan could throw up on himself because we've seen it before. Dallas is a good team. They're good enough to win this game. San Francisco is the better team. They also have the biggest question mark. The one maybe sample size of regression that could be coming. Dak, you know, you love to harp on Dak with the interceptions. I was reading a stat that like fit, uh, of the 15 or whatever, like seven of them were dropped by wide receivers into the opposing defense's hands. It's ticky tacky. It is what Context it is. Matters. Right. It does. But he was, he was pretty freaking good. He was pretty freaking good against the bucks. And I think he has that potential. Like that's what Cowboys fans. I think the Dak defenders are always talking about, right. Is like, this is the Dak. The Dak that played on Monday night is the Dak that they see. The Dak that played in Washington is what you see. Right. So it's like, there's not even a middle. Ground. No, it's like, like the Dak that I see is just the Dak that they see and the other Dak. It's like Dak is extremely inconsistent and he has in his entire career outside of his rookie year when the Cowboys won 13 games. Like that's just yeah. who Dak has been. And it's like, that's what a good quarterback is, right? There's when they're, when everything's clicking, you think that they're a top five guy in the league. Right. But then they, the, the, what makes them good and not great is that they have these inconsistent showings and you never know which one of them is going to show up. Like, we talk about Josh Allen turning the ball over a lot, but like for the most part, Josh Allen might turn the ball over, but he's never going to throw up on himself in a, in a game like that, like Dak Prescott's yeah. going to do. It's like you trust Dak or Josh Allen and Joe Burrow to be those guys. You never know what you're getting with Dak. And I I texted Velasco, our, our resident Cowboys fan, prior to the game on Monday asking him how he felt. And he was like, if, if the Cowboys put everything together, nobody can beat us, I don't think. Cowboys fans say that every fucking year, and you haven't put it together in 30 years. They put it together on Monday night, They put it together on Monday night. Look, he texted me, and he said, there's no way we lose this game. We're going to blow them out. Okay, it proved true. He then sent me a text today. I see no way that we lose the Niners. Now Now that's the Cowboys fandom coming out. (laughs) Exactly. I do think that there's, you know, we've talked about it. Brock Purdy, who knows? Like, I really think it's either he's Tom Brady 2.0, like we're acknowledging that he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks ever, or he's, as Long John said, he's a rookie quarterback in a great offensive scheme. What happens when things start happening to him? When they fall behind, do you trust him to, to make vertical throws in tight windows? I think that's just going to be the question throughout the playoffs. I don't think we'll know the answer until this thing is all said and done. So I like Dallas in the game. I really do. Last year, it felt very obvious that San Fran was going to win that game. I don't know if that was just just us, uh, but it felt like the media, the smart people in the media kind of knew it, and San Fran went on the run to the NFC Championship. I don't want to say it's the exact same, but it doesn't feel like like Dallas has no chance in this game. It feels like they have a really good chance in this game. The three and a half for me is is one of my favorite spreads of the weekend as well. It's down to two and a half. Yeah, as of this morning, I think it was down to two and a half. Well, there you go. So at three and a half, I loved it. At two and a half, I think you're just rolling with the money line. Uh, and I think it's a good bet. Like, I really do think Dallas has a very easy oh, no, path. No, three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I like three and a half a lot. So 
Score prediction, I am still going to go with Dallas, 27-24, and this could be the game of the weekend. It should be a super fun one. Mm, I'm going to go Buffalo, Cincinnati on that one. Um, score prediction. I don't know what I what I see happening more. Do I see Brock Purdy being a seventh-round rookie quarterback, or do I see the Dallas Cowboys being the Dallas Cowboys? Mm. That's what it comes down to to me. Whichever one of those things are avoided, the other team wins. To be honest, I lean Dallas. I'm definitely not going to pick them, but that's how I leave. Like, I would rather lose money and be wrong than pick the fucking Cowboys, plain and simple. Right. So I'll go 21-17. 21-20 San Fran. Mm, a feisty one. And a cover, but no win. Okay. I, I do feel bad for our boy Nick because he's been in the chat. He was on my side trolling. Um, but he's and I picked against his Niners. He said, Did either of you watch Brock in college? I did. He went I, to Iowa State. I watched him actually four times uh play Texas. I watched him play a million Big 12 games. He's not good. Like he, he got drafted. It was also last- college. But but even besides that, like he was the last pick. It, everyone watched him in college who who scouts the sport and they decided he's the 19th best quarterback in the league. Now, is that a correct scout? Obviously not. He has proven himself and neither was Tom Brady the 15th best quarterback in his draft. But it's not like, you know, he rips things apart. He has been playing fantastic. It went from, you okay. You saw can, blatant mistakes last week against Seattle. We did. We did, but look at the sample size. He is playing and making throws fantastic. Like, he really is. Will it all catch up to him? I don't know. I don't have enough to say, but I'm going to roll with Dallas. I feel good about it. And, I, Nick, I'm rooting for the Niners. I really am. Like, Niners, Giants. Niners, Giants, NFC Championship. I've always liked the Niners. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let's say Saturday night happens, the Eagles win. You don't know the result of Cowboys 49ers. Who am I rooting? Which for? matchup would you rather see? To be honest, it doesn't matter to me. I think whoever wins that game is going to be the best team, and they'll be the you know the oh, team. But with what the matchup would you want to see more? Oh, oh, for my entertainment, for your entertainment, or because my entertainment, all I care about is Eagles losing. Okay, and what well, I'm who saying do you think is, has a better chance of beating the Eagles, the Niners? Or I the think it, I think it's identical. Okay, and like I think. Yeah, so what matchup I, would you rather see? Think you'd rather so see from, from an entertainment standpoint, no, I, I'd actually rather see Philly. What I was going to respond no, earlier to, yeah, sorry, the Niners. What I was going to respond earlier, you know, when you're mentioning Baltimore, Pittsburgh, the rivalry stuff is really awesome when you're in it. But like, like anything in life, like no one really gives a shit, and there's like not enough shit talking anymore. I will say, like that was what was fun. You know, they tried hyping up this Ravens Pittsburgh uh, Sunday night matchup, and it was like. Oh, great defensive battle. But like, no, it was the fact that like Bart Scott and Ray Lewis used to kill, right? And they hated him. And Palomalo used to demolish. Like, there's no one in this Philly-Dallas rivalry. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, that you feel like like there's a genuine hatred. There was a moment this year, but everyone kind of like killed it off. No, Obviously, I, the- I, I, I think you have a point and you don't really know it unless you're in it. And like, right. I am in it. So I'm consuming the the quotes. I'm consuming the the trash talk mic'd up on, on Monday mornings. It, it, it's real. There's a lot of yeah. Eagles on this team that have been around for a while. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, the offensive linemen that. It, but who's it, there it, from Dallas that makes it real? Like Zeke? 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, I the the one thing would be Jason Peters, but like that's not even a rivalry. It's more of a yeah. It's like a Hopefully weird. Hopefully, he'll be healthy enough to start, and he's a secret spy. <laughs> uh, last game of the slate, we're talking Cincy versus Buffalo. Cincy plus five, Buffalo minus five in Buffalo. Uh, and I love the Bills, and mm. it, I'm gonna break it down as simple as this. I think Cincy's a pretty good team. They're on a nine-game win streak. Buffalo's on an eight-game win streak. I think that I gave a lot of credit to Joe Burrow last week for his patience and the way he kind of took what was given to him. This game should be much more opened up. I agree. But to me, it's as simple as this. Buffalo's the better team. Now, they have better wide receivers. uh, But besides that, Buffalo's the better team. They're at home. They got a much better coach. And... Three offensive linemen out for Cincy. T- to me, it's too much to overcome, and people are going to reference last year. Well, he got sacked a ton, but Joe Burrow didn't play well last year in the playoffs, and I- I've harped on that forever. He took what came to him, and he got the ball out of his hand, but he threw for 215 yards over the course of four games. He threw one touchdown per game. But he's, That's also, not gonna- five, he's also like four and one or something in the playoffs. Yeah, he gets the job. But he- he's a winner, but who did he beat? You know, when when a team could finally keep up with him and was superior, like they beat the Titans last year. You know, everyone knew they beat the Raiders. They beat he went to Arrowhead and the defense stepped up massively. And look, the defense could do the same thing. They're an underrated unit. They they have playmakers on that unit, but I think Buffalo is the most complete team. I think they've been the best team all year long. They've been the most inconsistent, but on paper to me, Buffalo on paper. Yeah, on on paper to me, they have the best squad. Uh, and what they win, they won 13 games and didn't finish one. That would have put them at 14, which is the same as obviously what you guys landed on. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going Bills. The offensive lineman is a is what's making me hesitant not to pick Cincinnati. But then again, Joe Burrow has been playing with zero offensive line or five revolving doors since he came to this league and he went to a Super Bowl with it. Like I, mm-hmm. To me, this game is as simple as who who is him more? Is it Allen or Burrow? And that's it. Who's ever him more? Like If Josh Allen turns the ball yeah. over a bunch of times, like we've seen him do, I think the Bengals win this game. Now, obviously, that's not a hot take. The more you turn the ball over, <laughs> the less chance you have of winning the football game. Something about the Bengals, man. I, I don't know what it is. They just—they're like, easy to pick. They got confidence through the roof. Their they weapons are they just sexy, figure it out. and they won it's nine like, in a row. Yeah, I, like I get everyone, it. Everyone came into this year just like, okay, it's gonna be that was fun with the Bengals. Let's fade them. And for the early half of the year, it was like, okay, we don't really know. Then they just turned it on all of a sudden, and it's like they're a well-oiled machine that just finds ways to win these games. Mm-hmm. And. I'll be honest, I think there's an element of extra motivation for the Bengals because they didn't finish that game against the Bills. And they thought I don't that they buy got, the extra motivation. They felt so that they you got don't the think Buffalo's motivation? Come on. Of course, of course. But the Bengals <laughs> like, got, also got the wrong end of the stick. And I think I, I kind of whatever they gotta use to get up for the game, as as we've said many times. You're playing in the playoffs. You have a chance to go to a championship game to get back to the Super Bowl uh, in two games. Like, does a coin flip really? I I think that now the position they're sitting in, they do have a gripe to say they got screwed. But I think Buffalo got screwed. Like, Buffalo is not playing Cincinnati if that game is finished and they you know win because they were down seven to three and Cincy was on their side of the field. So 
Do I think it's scripted, Nick asked, to the Bills to play the Chiefs next week? I don't think it's scripted necessarily. Does the NFL want? I I don't as long as Phil actually, I don't think they give a shit what happens on the NFC side of the bracket, but do they want Buffalo against uh, Kansas City? Obviously. I mean, that's that, that's that's so much money. I don't think Come they that's I don't I mean, yeah, but I also don't think they lose out a lot if it's Kansas City Cincinnati. They they I mean, they do from like all oh, that's going on with Buffalo. Like you could run with Buffalo for weeks. This is the game, Allen Mahomes. I think Burrow is still quantified right below those guys. The MVP favorite coming in. The MVP, like yes, you're you're not a loser. They're pretty much fine no matter what. You get a New York market, albeit up north. But I like Buffalo in this game. Three alignment out. I'm gonna keep harping on that, and I think that will be the difference. And what you're saying is like it's gonna be a tight game. Like I'm not saying that Buffalo has to blow them out, but I think they could. I really think that they, they're they just a significantly better team. I think you have the game of the week right here. You've got 33-30 to 30 Buffalo. I'm going to go uh, 38-24 Buffalo. I think they win by double digits. That's just my – I would say that's my bold prediction in the weekend. Okay. That, that it's a, a – I mean, it's not happening. And look, right – no, nah, that's pretty bold to pick them it's to a win five by four. point spread. To pick them to win by fourteen, I'll tell you exactly how bold it is. Right, <laughs> right this second. Is it Let's bolder? See. Do you think it's bolder than saying the Giants or Jags win? What are the odds? Like Jags money lines, like four to Jags, one. Jags. Okay, if you want Bills minus thirteen and a half, you're looking at plus two forty. So probably oh, okay. aligns. The Jags are plus three fifty. The Giants are plus two ninety. Yeah, but I didn't say either of those teams win, which is why I said this is my bold prediction of the weekend. Okay, thirty-eight twenty-four. Um, all right. When we talk Sunday night, uh, I pray to the heavens that Jalen Hurts has. You have continued. gotten a lot of inquiries into you making the yeah. trip down to South Philadelphia this week. Every a lot of people want you there. A lot of Giants fans want me there. I think a lot of people took the. You tweet. want this guy to be your shield, <laughs> right? A lot of sixty-five pounds soaking wet. <laughs> a lot of people took the tweet and I guess the the selfie with the Giants shirt on in the wrong direction. I more so wanted to see, although I did see. Uh, I won't expose him, but your boy who is flipped to becoming a Giants fan, which is a wild move, wild move. But I understand it. Said when he bought his tickets this weekend that StubHub, which is bullshit, he should have bought on SeatGeek. I know. Uh, StubHub, like, you can vote on which team you're rooting for when you buy the ticket, and said it was 65 Philly, 35 Giants. So I think we're going to see a decent amount of Giants fans out there. Uh, I know, but he wouldn't, you would think he wouldn't be buying the tickets. Is, is also, a- I would. Uh- I would just if I did that and I was buying tickets on that website, won't say their just, name. I would vote Giants, just like to <laughs> just skew the, the data. Yeah, you had to fuck with the number. Well, what uh, the fucking Ticketmaster need to know who I'm rooting for? <laughs> just give me my fucking tickets. That's how I felt. But Listen, I know you're rooting I, against the Eagles. I know big time, and I understand why, and I'm fine with it. Will you be betting Boston Scott anytime touchdown score? It's it seemed too obvious in the second game, and he scored. Uh, uh but the third game he scored in the second game because they used kind of the reserves a little bit more i don't i don't see him getting the opportunities 
But you tell me, like, how many carries is Scott getting fully healthy roster as RB3? Like it always depends on the game plan. He's kind of RB2. Is um, he over Gamewell? Gamewell's used more in a third down setting. He got – right. He's probably like he got 54 carries this year and he missed two games. So right. 54 so that's divided 50, by – It's three carries a game, you know. <laughs> it's three carries a game. But he gets it's, him on the goal line. He gets he, him on the He goal does, line. but so does Jalen and – and yeah. Sanders, it's not like he's the goal line back. So that's not what I ask. Like you, you've made bets without any thinking before. It's like this one you just have to. <laughs> this this one I won't take, but I will take Jack Stoll to score a touchdown. That seems more in my in my wheelhouse. If anyone is going to be in South Philadelphia this weekend, I'll be there. Let's drink a beer together. Let's you want to hook you- up with Swoop. Oh, Long John go. Swoop and Abe. Long John, me Long, Long John. John. DM Abe. You know his Twitter. ASG. Uh, or did you change Abe it? Abe Always been Abe Corporate. Corporate. Um, I, what I was going to say to close this out, and Eagleson, you can leave if you need to, but what I was going to say to close this out was uh, if it's Eagles-Cowboys could potentially be in the building for the NFC Championship, if it's Bang, sorry, if it's Bills-Chiefs, that one seems like one that Snapback Sports should be at. So at that point, I would be in a tough dilemma because one is a train ride away. I get to troll my ass off, potentially get punched in the face, sue some guy. The other one is more of a trip and, you know, amongst other things. So um, you're a big Atlanta guy. Big Atlanta guy. Waffle House, Waffle Shop, whatever it's called. Waffle House is the goat. All right. we got score predictions in. Abe got a 0.0 in. What's the, I mean, a year ago, a year and a week ago, you lied saying that you were confident. This one feels more genuine. What's the pulse check on winning the Super Bowl? Not getting there, winning the Super Bowl. Focus on going 1 0. That's what I thought. Focus That's on going 1 0. That's what I thought. All right, Snapback fam, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you before championship weekend. Go, Birds! Uh,